Hello. Welcome to Be the Evidence podcast. Susan Grace and I are so grateful that you are here. There are a couple of announcements that I want to go over before we get into the good stuff, the conversation at hand. Susan and I have created an amazing, amazing community out of the conversations that we've had on the podcast. We're nearing almost 100 episodes, and from the conversations we've had, we created BeTheEvidence.Live, www.BeTheEvidence.Live. It's a community platform that's really amazing and life-changing. In our community platform, you get access to text message notifications on changing astrology, whether it be Mercury going into retrograde or there's a new shift in energies because of the moon moving into a new station. Um, There's also presence practices within the community. There's an actual live forum where you can be part of a conversation that goes on daily with community members on how they are choosing to be the evidence in their own worlds and things that they're finding helpful. Um, And there's a constant conversation happening with pop-up live calls where we are doing tarot readings or astrology overviews. And then you have access to our weekly live calls where all community members can come on and you can access Uh, the energies for the coming week or the energies of the coming month. So those happen every single week and are extremely helpful. We also record extended podcasts for all of our members. After each podcast that Susan and I record, there tends to be a theme that we become aware of. And so we take that theme and apply it to um, all 12 sun signs. So all members at BeTheEvidence.Live, gain access to these extended podcasts that are not up for anybody else. Beyond those offerings, Susan and I are really present within Facebook and with our Instagram followings. We also individually and collectively offer readings for individuals. So you can book Susan or myself, Aubrey, um, to do an individual reading, or we do them together, which is a real lot of fun, honestly. So if that's something of interest to you, please make sure you email us. Know that we're working on new ventures that should be here within the next month, and we are really grateful for all of you who tune in and listen to this conversation. If you find it valuable, if there's things that apply to you, if there's feedback that you would love to give, we would greatly appreciate it, especially if you could share us, um, if you could rate us in iTunes that makes a humongous difference in our world or whatever platform you're listening to us. No matter what, we're really grateful that you're here, that you're showing up, and that you're choosing to be the evidence of new consciousness in your own worlds. Thank you. Really intense weekend, but I mean, we had moon in Scorpio. Every time moon goes into Scorpio, because I'm Scorpio, I'm like, I got this shit. Then it comes in, I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is intense. That's a lot. So I imagine it was probably an intense weekend for people 
especially for people who don't have placements in Scorpio because they're not used to it. Right. It happens every month. It's not like this is new. But as we're recording this, um, Moon is now in Sagittarius. And I, I personally, I always feel so much better when Moon is in Sagittarius because it's positive and it's open and it, it wants to expand and have fun and go on adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I feel a lot better with it. I had that this weekend of like, man, sleep. Not going to happen. Okay. No problem. <laughs> like, I'm just going to get real quiet. That's what we're going to do. Be real quiet. Lay here. Meditate. I know. I like the Sagittarius energy too, because it's just very adventureful. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a relief, right? Like a being, a feeling like there's just some sense of having an adventure or that life is, life is an adventure while you're also dealing with and leaning into and hearing and experiencing and witnessing some stuff that can feel kind of heavy at times. It's very, the, the, there's a lot of challenge in the chart right now and the energies that we're in a lot of challenge. That's why the moon in Sagittarius is a relief. Sagittarian energy is like, maybe it's going to be fine. Right. And you go, Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot to consider that. Right. Maybe it's all going to be fine. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> I think it's just so easy to like, I was telling my girlfriend this this morning. I was like, I mean, it's just a, it's such a fine line, right? Of like, how much do you pay attention to the pessimism and the negativity and the loneliness and the sadness and the anger, right? And the fear and the resentment and all of that sort of stuff because you can get lodged there. You can get completely lodged, overwhelmed, consumed there. And how do you do that in a, in a place of balance where it's like, okay, and I'm also trying to call in these new things. I'm quite trying to create. I want to have new possibilities, new opportunities, new awarenesses, new, new growth come to me. So which fan do you flame? You flame, you flame, you flame the fan, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an interesting slip. Yeah. Which fan, which fan do you flame? Right. You, you want to start burning it all down? <laughs> well, me and my Aries slightly <laughs> would say, yeah. <laughs> Let's just start over. Right? Like, that's okay. Well, I think that that's something to pay attention to. Right. If you, while, while the moon is in Sagittarius. If you look at, if you look at the chart and you really sit with it for a second, there's, it kind of is like a whole, I mean, a whole life is ending and a whole one is beginning. Like Pluto and Saturn and South Node and Capricorn is collapsing a lot. Of course, it's rules, structures, expectations, institutions, powers, powers of control that are in the hands of some greater other out there. Right. Like church and government, things like that. It's also happening on a personal level. Yeah. Your sense of control is collapsing because you're not in alignment with the things that you were clinging to before. Right. So that, that can make you want to flail. Hell yes, it does. Because <laughs> all of this, like, that's like the crunchiness, right? Like, it's the stuff that you're like, I don't really want to sit with this too long, right? Like, it's uncomfortable. It's like that place of limbo where you're aware of it coming down and you're aware of a new life, new 
perspectives, new opportunities, but you're just like in this state of balance and which one do you pay more attention to? Like, where does your energy go? So at the same time, Uranus is in Taurus. And by the end of the year, Jupiter is going to go into Capricorn and trine into it. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now that we're going to start creating new worlds. Like really, we're going to, from the rubble of what is over, we're going to create new things. Unexpectedly, it's going to get wild. Mm -hmm. While Uranus is in Taurus, it's saying, what is getting in the way of you opening up to the new? Mm -hmm. And at the moment, I think it's disappointment and distress and recovery from trauma. When you're walking outside of the old system into the daylight, you start to look down and go, I think my arm's broken. Right. Okay. Your arm's broken. Right. Let's get it fixed. Or you go, I think I had my hopes set on something that was actually hurting me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's fix that. Oh, it's that, that's the piece this weekend that has come up for me so much. Um, I was pulling a bunch of tarot cards uh, and a spread that was all about old stories. And I was pulling it for like the collective, right? And like the, the storyline of, well, the potential's there. It's got to, surely it's got to be good, right? Of like getting lost in this storyline of um, wanting to make believe things are something that they're not. And how much disappointment, how much hurt gets involved there, how much anger, how much resentment, how much distrust of yourself and distrust of other people gets born out of that. And how do you allow that to come down? Because what do we typically do in those situations is react to them, right? Like we have to defend our perspectives. We have to stand up for the institution. We have to stand up for the control mechanisms. It's very hard to release them and release our role within those storylines and embrace like the emotions that arise with it, right? The vulnerability that comes with it, the desire to be deeply creative, um, the passion that can be fed out of that. Mercury retrograde is hovering over Neptune and Pisces. I've been considering that the deeply, deeply hurtful relationships that have come up in my life that I had to sever mm -hmm. or that they severed me, honestly, that they came up in this life to end, mm -hmm. that they've been going on karmically for a long time. And this is the end of it. Yep. That it's not going to happen again. That's the point. It's not going to happen again. That we're going to let that be over now. Yeah. That takes a lot of self-talk. To allow that to be over now, to be say, you've served your purpose. Finally, this is, your purpose has come to an end. The curtain is now closing on this act. It will never happen again. That, I mean, at least for me, it's taking a lot of self-talk of like, and you can trust that. You can choose to trust that it is over. Like, because there's such doubt interwoven, interwoven between that storyline of, can I really trust that this is over? Really? Because it's been repeated, pretty sure. Like, if I look around, there's a storyline, a pattern that's taken place here. And it feels like it's been repeated continuously throughout many a lifetime. So can I really trust that now it has come to completion? That I'm seeing that? That I can trust myself in my response to that? 
So Mercury retrograded Neptune is in the 12th sign of the Zodiac. Sun trying to come off of Chiron, but at the moment it feels like Chiron's chasing it because it just clicked into two degrees. Um, that's as above and so below. Mm. There can be a feeling of karmically, Pisces, you're right back where you fucking started, Aries. Oh God, that feels the worst. Yeah. 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 And so I have a very good friend of mine who interrupted that whenever I'm like, you know what? I'm probably just fucking stuck here. I'm always going to end up here. I'm always going to end up here. And he reframed it for me. He was like, it seems to me that feeling like you're back at the beginning invites you an invitation to start over. As in, what if you don't have to do it again? Right. What if you don't have to do it again? This switch between Pisces to Aries, it doesn't always feel this starkly like being stuck in between worlds of as above and so below. It doesn't always feel this, this, it doesn't always feel like you're carrying these together like this so intensely because it's not every time that Mercury retrogrades on Neptune and Pisces and Sun is on, I mean, Chiron hasn't been in Aries in 50 years. So carrying, carrying the ache of being human and considering that a lot of that ache is karmic and it's been going on if, if past lives is part of your belief system. And for some people it's not okay. But for the people who it is part of their belief system, this has been going on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. You want to let it be over now? Can it be over now? Mm -hmm. Moon in Sagittarius is like, of course, of course it can be over now. We can do anything. Well, it's a reframing, right? Like I've been reading um, about and positive psychology about like the strengths perspective and how we can reframe our, what we consider to be like, oh, I'm just like this, right? Like this is just how I am. I procrastinate to the last fucking minute. Everybody leaves me all of these stories, right? And it, it's exactly what your friend did. He helped you reframe the conversation of like, it's not about this is the story of my life. And people are going to leave me. I'm just stuck like this. It is also the story of like, and I like to begin again. I like to create a new perspective, a new way of being in the world. I choose to grow, which means that I'm putting myself into situations that have replicated patterns so I can get better fine-tuned at coming out of them, right? Of like switching the conversation so we're actually on our own sides, rather than into that like well it's just me ho-hum i'm the problem here because this is what always takes place i definitely fell into that this weekend i definitely fell fell into i'm the problem come on let's be real like you do need to take responsibility for your own actions okay you don't go around going nothing's my fault it's everybody else right I mean, you got to take responsibility for yourself, but taking responsibility for your own growth because you, you want to, you want to level up. You don't want to keep doing the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. No. And so I think to level up and to be committed to your own growth is to call yourself on your own shit, right? To recognize that, man, yeah, here I am again, this story of like how I'm the one that's broken, how I'm the one that's the problem, how everything it works out for everybody else except for me. You have to be willing to be like, uh, hello, is that true? Hold on. Is that really true? That's what, re- that's what we're really going to say. This is the reality that we're going to create in the world is that you're the problem. 
in taking responsibility for it. Like, it's so, you know, it's that, that balance piece of like taking responsibility for the things that you do when you're unconscious, when you're in your programming, right? When you're in just like, right. Oh, this is how it's always been. So this is how I'm going to continue to operate. Yeah. Figure, figure out why it keeps happening. Right. Are you choosing the same person in a different body bag every fucking time? Because you're not done with that energy yet. Right. Are you, are you housing the same energy in your own body bag every single time? Because you're giving into ego and, and, and flailing because you're not in control as much as you want to be. What's happening? Right. What is the pattern? And then you can break it. We are not, we are not slaves to our patterns. We're not. We can break it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to focus a lot. And sometimes, man, you got to pray. <laughs> like, dear Lord, Jesus, help me. <laughs> this is yeah. hard. Right. I lit a prayer candle this morning about it. Because I was like, I need, seriously. like this, Bring in everybody. It's, I, it almost feels like that magician when he's pulling out the handkerchiefs. And you're like, does it ever fucking end? Like, do they go on forever? They just are wrapped around the earth. Like, they just... There's constantly more to pull out. The scarves coming out of the hat are wrapped around the earth. That's right. It's <laughs> never ends. Oh I yeah. think it might, while we're considering the possibility of exiting out of karmic stories so that our three-day human self can heal, opening up to that possibility, just, just sit with opening up to possibility. Just sit with that. Right. Because in what, three days? Mercury's going to go direct, still at Neptune. The moon will be crossing Saturn and Pluto. I think in about, give it three days time, at that point, you're going to make a decision to never come back here again. Mm -hmm. So sit with it first and see if you can make a decision that you really mean and not faking. Mm -hmm. Can you sit with it and go, from here on out, I'm done with this story. This is not my story anymore. But you're gonna have to believe it first, right? Yeah, it's the it's the full embodiment. It's always like, um, it's that energy, right? Of like you've mentioned, like sometimes we're not angry enough, but it's like using that energy where you're you get to that place and that space and that awareness where you're like, and never again. Like we've always, we, you have these experiences. I mean, at least I have, I feel like as humans, we've had these experiences where you're done working a shitty job and you're like, today's the day I'm just fucking done. I cannot do this ever again. I'm not going back. I'm done with it. You get to that place in relationship where you're like, you know what? Done. Time, time, time card's been punched. We're finished. Of using that type of energy to be like, and now this is what I stand for. No more. I'm not going back down this rabbit hole and this pattern. And to really, yeah, the beautiful thing about that is like sitting with the possibility of that there can be, that you can use that energy to harness a new possibility, which brings up that awareness of like, and what kind of caps do you have on the possibilities that are able to come in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not going to happen again. Right. And if it's not going to happen again, there's a whole new, a whole new universe of what could happen new now. Have you ever, have you ever said, fuck it, I quit. And then gone back and gotten rehired. Have no. you ever done that? No. Okay. I have. 
and it doesn't work. <laughs> it does not work. You go back and you go, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot why I left. Uh-huh. This can be true about everything. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I'm not going to self-sabotage anymore from here on out. Boom. Right. And then you fall into a pattern. You're like, maybe I'll do it again. Just one more time. It's not going to work. It's that you're not going to get a different result. You have to, you have to, you have to quit these things as if you're quitting a job. You are no longer welcome there and you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. End of it. That door is closed. You can't go back in and say, can I have my desk back? And they're like, no, no, you cannot. So funny. I just think this is also like the conversation of like how much we've been uh, programmed in a lot of ways. Like I know you and I have talked about this probably off mic about leaving um, the corporate world, leaving the patriarchal world where like everything is very predictable. Like I still have those moments where I'm like, oh, I'll go back. I could go back. I could do that. Only to be like, no, you can't. (laughs) There is no turning back. I've done it too. I'm like, I wonder wonder what would happen if they called me today. What would I say? Right. And then I'm like, are you kidding? You would say no. What are you doing? How? (laughs) (laughs) It's just not possible. Right. And because, because you've moved into another awareness because you're a different person. The same needs to be true about how you handle your own energy internally. Okay. Your own being humanness, Aries, and how you treat your faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's easy to have faith when everything's fine. You can have gratitude and be like, man, I have friends in high places. Look at this shit. This is awesome. It's challenging whenever you're like, huh, wonder if I'm going to make rent. Yep. That's when you go, of course I am. Right. Keep showing up. Let's go. Yeah. I think it's like, that's always true. I think about just people in general, right? And the ability to show grit that you see you have the greatest awarenesses of where your strengths are at, where you have perseverance, how you hold optimism when you're under the gun, when you're pressured, when things are not going the way that you want them to go and you have to respond of what shifts now. Like I think this um, weekend or no, for our be the evidence.live members, we had a life call as we do on every Friday. Um, and on this one, I was telling you, our members about like how agitated I was about everything. It was a cascade of everything. There was not one particular issue. It was all of life's issues at once. And to how I know that when I get to that state of fucking annoyed, I'm annoyed about everything. I'm agitated about everything. That is the place of pressure to get me to change. And I'm, I would like it to not have to get to that place of complete agitation and complete annoyance for things to shift. However, I also know that there's power, there's energy in that because it's like, I'm not doing this again. I'm aggravated with all of the responses to it and I'm aggravated with myself and how I've participated. So therefore now done using that like energy to, to sever the lines, to draw the boundary, to get your sword out. I think those are the moments when we change our destiny. Mm-hmm. When you get to the point where you're like, fuck, here, am I again? here I am again. Am I going to stay on this timeline? Yep. Am I going to stay on this trajectory? And if you go, no, boom, and you go in another direction, everything changes. Yep. Everything. We all have moments like that. When yep. something came to a head, boom, it came to a head and you just severed it. Mm-hmm. Or you stopped doing what you always do. Or you made a new decision. Or you turned down a different street. And suddenly everything changed. Mm-hmm. there's true power in going, I'm about to do it again. No, I'm not. 
Yep. No, I'm not. I'm not this time. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm serious. That's really powerful. That's where you change your position within consciousness. Yep. Completely change it. You jump over to a new area and then you go, oh shit, wonder what's going to happen now. And what a testament to spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call, right? That you're willing to do so. That what a testament and a marker and an example of when I say I stand for possibilities, here's me in action. Like it's no longer just like, oh yeah, all possibilities are welcome to come my way. It's changing your response to it. Like you're truly altering the trajectory of your life and then are going to be able to be mirrored with, Oh, you're willing to, to stop that, huh? You're willing to show up and stop that pattern. You're willing to completely change directions. You're willing to do something really uncomfortable, even though what you're comfortable with is not in your highest good. All right, let's meet you. Let's show you. Let's deliver. Let's do something new. I swear to God, the people who watch over us, they're like, we're going to play Monopoly again, again. Right. And we're like, yeah, it's the only game I know how to play. And they're like, Jesus. Okay, here we go. We're going to play Monopoly again. Yep. I think they're bored with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not really. But I imagine if I was watching over someone and they were playing, they're like 35 years old and they were still playing pickup sticks, I would be like, you know, there's other games, right? Right. We don't have to play pickup sticks. Right. And they go, it's the only game I know. I'm like, I can teach you a new game. It's okay. Right. And they go, what if I lose that game? Well, then we'll play again and we'll play two out of three. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, it's that question of how do you inspire that type of curiosity? How do you inspire that curiosity? Of like, I think I might be done with monopoly. I think I might be done with pickup sticks. I think that I might want to try something else. Like, does it have to take this, like, getting to isolation, getting to suffering, getting to anger, getting to resentment, getting to aggression um, or annoyance in order to be like, I'm done with pickup sticks. I want to play another game. Show me another game. What is it that like cultivates and inspires that type of curiosity to be like, okay, I think I'm ready. Well, I'll tell you what it is, because it's fun. It's fun to go play a new game. So what if you lose? Play again. It's okay. Like if you're in the same relationships over and over, if you're in the same job over and over, if you're treating your body the same way over and over, is there any fun in that at all? If you go in a new direction, you're like, I don't know. I'm just like being on roller skates. Yeah. Being on roller skates, like I might fall down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Did we talk about that in the, in the live call? Yeah. Yeah, and the live call for people who are listening on the podcast, for the live call for our members on Friday night, I was telling everybody about how I got my bicycle out of the refurbishment shop and I hadn't ridden a bike in years. And I went for a bike ride and round trip, I think I made it a quarter of a mile. <laughs> and then Aubrey's like, I went roller skating. I think I made it 20 steps. <laughs> and that was the experiment. <laughs> We can giggle about it. I think that it's funny. Yeah. Funny. I think, it, well, it's that beauty of experimentation, right? I think, so when I teach people about nutrition, a lot of times we talk about good bacteria, 
And one of the best ways to get good bacteria in your bodies is through fermented foods. And so this question always comes up of like, well, why would you ferment foods? And I'm like, why not? There's like things bubbling on your countertop that are changing color. It's super fun. Like it's like this childlike wonder, right? Of like, how, how do you cultivate that childlike wonder about the patterns that you're willing to put down? about the ways that you like I don't know what would come of this what color could I perceive like what would it look like to be in a completely new job right like what would it look like to have my rent paid in ways that I am not capable of seeing at this present moment and then you allow it to percolate and then you allow it to transform and mutate in whatever way it wants to but it requires you to be really vulnerable and show the fuck up yeah it's, get, we, we, we all just need to get really used to not having control uh-huh. and you don't want to have control all the time. It completely breaks down creativity, your experience, you growing up and, and growing out and growing into new ways of being in the world. It breaks down the possibility of really true love. Mm-hmm. It breaks down everything. And so the node says go into cancer, the highest octave of cancer. And that is really brave vulnerability and caring for yourself when you go, oh God, I just fell down. Well, it's okay, honey. Get back up. We're fine. We'll try it again. Being really sweet to yourself. 